And welcome to the Hip Hop Rejects. This is episode 53 of the Hip Hop Rejects. I'm your boy Royalty. Yo, it's your boy Young Fly in the wrist. And together we are known as the Hip Hop Rejects. This is an all hip hop podcast. All we like to talk about in this podcast is things related to the hip hop culture or anything that relates like hip hop music, news, fashion, all of that, man. That's how we do it. So, what's up, y'all? So, as y'all can tell, we got some guests on the show. This is the part two of the uh, Hip Hop Rejects Music Business Workshop. Uh, gentlemen, introduce yourself. Keeper. Hey, what's up, man? It's your boy Keeper Ruff, and man, straight out of Greenville, Mississippi, hanging with some of the flyest guys in the country right now, man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm an um, artist, um, label owner, uh, writer, uh, just a very artistic guy, man. Not to toot my own horn, but humble. Um, what's good, everybody? Moss. Hey, 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 how's it going, everybody? Um, I go by the name of DJ B Moss, also known as MCB Moss. Um, one of the independent tour DJs. I set up a lot of shows for for independent artists across the country. I also work for um, Miss Deb, which is Waka Flocka's mom. She she's um, helped. She got started with Nicki Minaj with her career, Gucci Man with his career, Rocco, Yo Gotti, just to name a few. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. You know, not too mild horn, but you know, I'm rocking with the hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> Salute. 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 You know, I'm ready. Cool, cool, cool. All right, man. Um, of course, if you guys tune in to part one of the Music Business Workshop, we talked about several things in the previous episode. We talked about things like promotion, um, as far as your image as an independent artist, uh, your social media presence, how your environment can affect that. And so this episode in part two, we're going to touch on a lot of the a lot of the legal jargon, like you know your ASCAP, BMI, contracts, uh, distribution, um, media kits and stuff like that. So stuff you want to really, that's going to really get you paid and not get you sued all at the same time. Very true. Yes. <clears throat> all right. So of course, like we did in the original, in the part one, we're going to do it panel style. So we're going to, you know, get everybody's take on each, each topic that we're going to go over. Um, so we'll kick it off with, uh, let's kick it off with ASCAP. Uh, Moss, I'll let you take that one, man. Um, so, so the question, the question is, what is ASCAP? Or yeah. Should, should art- yeah. Explain to, yeah, explain to the artist uh, what is what is an ASCAP. All right. Basically, an ASCAP is. I, I don't know the, actually what does the letter stand for, but it's basically a, a lodge that artists should sign up for and get in the way they can get their music. Every time they get their music um, played, they can get paid for x amount of x amount of cents per per play. Um, you can either sign up for ASCAP or BMI. You can't sign up for both at the same time. I just recently found that out. You can't sign up for ASCAP and BMI. You can only sign up for both. And then um, even even your shows that you perform at, your independent shows, even the artist showcases, as long as that venue that, that you perform at is um, ASCAP or BMI um, certified or registered, then every time you perform, every time your song gets played over the um, – over the air, like over radio stations, you can get paid for that. And a lot of artists don't know that. Good point. Good point. 
A lot of, you know, I, I heard a crazy story this weekend. Y'all never let, like, y'all are never, like, it's going to be real crazy. All right, this artist told me that he met another artist who he had just recently, like, taught, like, he had just recently got his, got his, you know, ask having BMI. And then, like, when he went to go, go online and check, check the status of it, like, they was like, okay, you get your ASCAP owes you a check that's expiring like in like two days. And he never, and the check was like 10 grand. The check was like 10 grand. And he never got that money. Wow. Wow. Because you, like, like, if you, if you don't, if you register your music and you don't keep up with that, they owe you money. But they're not going to tell you they owe you money. You have to stay on top of it, and then a lot of artists don't. A lot of artists could really be getting paid and not even have to be signed to a label. You could be getting paid. I know an artist right, now, but you don't get paid like every show. You get, I mean, you don't get paid like every time it comes in quarters, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. You know, that's what right. it comes. But I've seen, I've seen artists get like, you know, sometimes four or five hundred dollars a quarter. But you get, you still get paid for your music, right? And that's good. Like a lot of artists don't know that you can really get paid for your music. You ain't gotta be signed. You just gotta know the right, do things the right way. That's that's true, man. And I can uh, I could definitely speak on it from an artist point of view, man. Uh, and I'm like you, uh, big man. I only learned about uh, that you couldn't have BMI and ASCAP this this past year uh, when when I realized that a lot of shit were being cut from uh, from BMI. You know, uh, when I saw the BMI Awards and a lot of people I was dealing with down in Atlanta, um, a lot of guys, you know, Migos, a lot of people are affiliated with BMI. Right. So um, a lot of guys want to say, like you say, man, I went through um, what they call Record Union uh, to put my music out on all different platforms. And that's on Spotify, that's iTunes, it's Tidal. Um, and, with, and with Record Union, um, what happens is, you know, they pay you quarterly. Um, and, and you get money generated from your downloads and your streams, of course. And it also allows you to track the demographics of uh, of your plays. You know what, what what nationality, what country, uh, what age groups. It breaks it down to the T. And for a lot of artists, what they don't understand, man, uh, you know, even such a, a tool such as uh, SoundCloud. Um, if you if you get the premium SoundCloud, it provides you stats. And mm-hmm. um, and and I. I you know, which, what I feel like, you know, a lot of artists go wrong is that everybody's so focused on the music vice the business portion of it. It's called the entertainment industry for a reason. Yep. You know, it's, 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 you know, it's about talent, but it's not really about talent. It's, it's now you have to use your brains in order to bring revenue in. And um, a lot of people are so caught up in the numbers. You know, oh, he has 10,000 views on YouTube. He has this on, on that and this on that. Well, nobody in the industry really cares about numbers. They care about the revenue you bring in. Do you actually have a really solid fan base? You yeah. know, so, uh, you know, split sheets are things that I had to, you know, come across. Contracts with producers, uh, contracts with DJs, certain percentage and, you know, certain percentages that um, producers rate. Even though you may buy a beat exclusively, you know, if a, if a producer feels you hot and he knows that that record's a hot record, He's still going to want a, a certain percentage off of it. And these are things that you have to input into ASCAP or BMI when registering these records. Yeah, it's true. Most of the time, the right, producers right. get half from what I heard. I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I'm not a producer. I'm not an artist yet. But 
from what I heard, most of the time, every song usually gets 200 shares. And I just recently found out about this, too. Um, a song usually has about 200 shares, and I think the producer gets 100 of it automatically. That, that's, that's what I heard. I don't know if that's the correct number. Don't quote me on it, but that's what I've heard. So, um, and you, producer, you know what? Um, just, oh, I'm sorry to cut y'all off. Go ahead. Yeah, um, just from experience, uh, some of it can be negotiated as well. Um, right. I've sat with, with, with producers, um, some major producers, um, uh, Mr. Hankey, Collie Park. Um, I work with a few of those guys. Uh, and, you know, once you're drawing this paperwork up, you know, it's, it's, it's all negotiation. Um, I haven't dealt with it to the, in, you know, in-depthness of, uh, you know, if they receive 100% or not. But, you know, uh you know, just being smart, I wouldn't want them to get, a, you know, majority chunk of, you know, of the record. You right. know, when we all had a collaboration on, I say worst case scenario, if it was just being a producer, we would split it 50-50. But, right. you well, know. A hundred percent and a hundred shares is, is right. two, two, two different things. Right, right. right. That's, two different things. Because like, like, I, 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 that's what I've heard. Like I said, once again, I don't, I don't, I don't do music yet. So I don't really know the demographics of how the, the, the if it's, a hundred percent or a hundred shares, but they talk. If it's a two hundred shares and a hundred and and they get two hundred and the producer gets a hundred shares, then that that technically is fifty percent. But then yeah, it, then it gets broken down even more. Like if somebody else wrote, wrote your song, then they get right. shares. Then if you got a feature, they get some shares. Whoever yep. the hook, they get some shares. And that's like when the it, paperwork gets dirty. That's right, right. That's, that's where it gets. Yeah, that's where it gets, that's where it gets a, little, a little funny after that. Right. That's where it gets funny. But that's why sometimes, I mean, it's okay to have writers sometimes. But then again, it's like, God, Lee, you got to really break, break down everything. Mm-hmm. And I wish I was a producer because they can a lot of it. But if you think about it, the producer makes the songs. Like, you right. got a hot man. This it's out of here. Uh, right. Yo, you got anything to add to that on uh on Nah, them boys, that didn't cover that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. I'm like, I ain't got nothing to say, too much more to say on that one. Um, <clears throat> all right, we got uh, we got copywriting. Uh, yo, go ahead and start off copywriting. Nah, I'll hand this one over to Keeper. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to let the, I'm going to let, I really want to get the, 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 the two guys that's actually in the business you know what I'm saying, the headway on these topics. Okay. So, I mean, I'm going to pad that one to keep them. All right, that'll work, man. Um, <laughs> copyrights is very, 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 very important. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of people fail to realize, uh, um, you know, how important it is to have documentation that's registered with copyright.gov. Um, in reference to your, your art, man. Um, anytime that I write any piece, rather I plan on recording it now or later, um, I compile all my stuff and I send it to a copyright. Um, and, and just to even, I work with, I've seen people work, even um, Future. You know, Future doesn't write a lot of his stuff, but it's someone there that's taking down what he's saying. Um, I can't remember the young lady's name at the moment. But um, they have individuals who um, do their copyrights form. Uh, even though a lot of people don't actually, you know, write their lyrics nowadays, you know, they're in the booth coming off the head with it. But to get back to the main purpose of copyrights, you always want to ensure, man, that you have your art 
uh, copywritten, you know, that it legally belongs to you. Because if not, you know, uh, people steal, you know, and, and it's happened on so many occasions um, where people lyrics are taken, um, beats are taken and um, other people use them, you know, to to create it for themselves. So um, it's very important, you know, copyrights.gov. It doesn't take long. Right now they're charging $55. Um, the prices went up. I think it was at one point in time 35 or something like that. Um, but now it's $55 to copyright a piece of work. So, uh, you know, that's just another important tool as an artist. I like the basics uh, of being an artist, you know, copyrights, ASCAP, BMI, um, branding, your name, so on and so forth. So that's my take on copyrights. Mm -hmm. And uh, my, my thing is, like, um, I've seen it happen a lot where, uh, and I'm, I'm not, can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard something beep, and I, I didn't know if that went off. But um, I, I've seen it happen a lot to where, you know, I, like I said, I, I go across the country and I do shows, right? And like I hear an artist have one beat, and it is from a producer, or like from 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 like an artist from a, that have one beat, and then I go to a completely different state, and another artist. Who don't even know <laughs> that same beat. Like I, I swear to you, it, it was an artist. I think I was in St. Louis. I did a show, and I go to Baltimore, and I know these two artists don't know a damn thing about each other. But I remember the first artist in St. Louis had that beat because I'm like, man, this beat is hard. And then I come to damn Baltimore, and I hear the exact same beat. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I know I. Now, either they must be talking to the same producer or somebody shit one copyright. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if, hey, I ain't gonna say they talk to the same producer. Even if they, even if it was copyrighted, they wouldn't have the same track. The same right, right. track. So, and you know what I'm saying? Like, like you gotta You have know what happens with that most? Uh, one thing I've seen with that man is a lot of times when producers are selling beats, like a lot of people shop on Sound, sound Click. For beats, so yeah, SoundClick is where a lot of artists get their beats from. Gates, Tooch—I mean, you name them. Man, majority of the industry shop online on SoundClick. So what happens with some of these producers, man? A lot of people are not having their business in order. Um, some people will sell the beat, but they never take the beat down from being exclusively sold. So if a person wants to go and purchase a MP3 tag as MP3 of the beat, they still can. So you end up having, you know, one guy in California with the beat and a guy in D.C. with the same beat because the person, you know, the producers are not removing the beats once they sold them. Some producers are good at it. They'll leave the beats on their site still and tell, tell who the credit goes to and their place sold on the beat. But some of them, they'll, they'll leave it up there for a little longer and, and people end up having conflicting beats. Man. That is crazy. And I mean, you can really sue for that, though. You can't you sue? You can sue for that. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. 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 You know, and you know, that all plays in your copyright and stuff we're talking about now. If you don't have, uh, you know, if you don't have your paperwork on that beat, supposed to the other guy having that paperwork, whoever has the paperwork has the upper leg. You know, that's his beat. Yeah, that's, that's his, his record. Damn. Uh, see what we got here. We got a uh, distribution. Um, since you touched on that earlier, keep I'll let you kick that one off. 
Well, with distribution, as far as um, how I did mine, I did mine through Record Union, um, which is an online platform that distributes music for you. Um, so once you upload and create your account, um, what they'll do is disperse. You can actually choose as well um, the platforms of where you would like your music to be released to. So um, I chose what I felt were like the biggest platforms. Some I had never heard of before. They were more like a country um type of station you know or whatnot and you, you know you, you subscribe i know um besides record union i can't think of another one i want to say cd baby yeah you got cd um, baby also, yeah. you got reverb nation uh you got tune core been on tune core has been around for a right, long time Cole. yeah right right so you have a lot of different um platforms that allow you to you know that they can distribute your music for you and it's just simple as creating an account you know, you're going through it, ask you what you would like to do, where you would like to disperse your music at, and it puts it out there for you. But on top of what, what a lot of artists don't understand as well, too, uh, once you have this music put out for distribution, they're not going to promote it for you. This is just putting it out on the platforms, you right. know. So the mm -hmm. artist still has to have a budget to uh, promote the music, and, and that's another thing that I'm seeing guys running to. You spend in, you know, you may spend five grand, you know, I've seen some guys go way over the top, you know, with videos, five grand for videos, um, you know, two thousand dollars for the for the beat. And once you put this together and you put it out on the Internet, you don't have a bag in order to promote the music. And, right. and back, back again, we back to the business portion of it. If you're going to invest seven thousand dollars into a track, you make, you better make sure you at least have seven thousand to fourteen thousand to promote that record. If you want to at least bring back what you invested into the record, so right. you know you have, you have to be business oriented, man. Nowadays, when you're putting this music out there, and uh, you know those are things to consider. Little Jews that ought to be sold, really not to be told. But uh, you know those are the simple things that hinder us from bringing in revenue from our artistry. And a lot of people righteous, know, righteous. Um, a lot of people don't know with distribution, man, like and marketing. You can really a lot of people you you one hit you you only one hit away from becoming you know a millionaire. You just really got and it's not really. It, and I seen people that don't really have talent really make it. It's because whoever is marketing them on their team really know what the fuck they doing. You know, right. You no, know, right. you know people out there that don't. But if you got if you got that money. Say, man, listen, man, I got this money to, you know, brand myself. Man, these people, I'm going to let y'all know, out here in Atlanta, like what I what I learned out here in Atlanta, a lot of people, and don't quote me on it, but I'm, this is what I heard. I ain't saying that this is me saying it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I've heard. This is what I've heard. A lot of artists out here are so-called independent, but they're not really independent. It's like what happens is, they find, let's say a dope boy. You know what I'm saying? They find a dope That's, boy. Hey, you talk, Miles, you talking the right lane, bro. Go go ahead and I, I go ahead and speak on it. You talking the right lane. Yeah, all right, all right cool. Yeah. I know about boy. what you're talking about. Me too. They find a dope boy. Dope boy put the money up behind them, you know what I'm saying? But they so-called independent. Dope boy put the money up behind them, but then this is what I heard. Dope boy, you know, find other people, marketing yep. people, um, distribution people, to really build this this artist up, that's it. 
And that's how and that's how the artists get the get the hell up out of here. But you still owe that artist. I mean, you still owe that. They still owe that dope boy. Yes, sir. That's and why, that's, that's where you get the mix in the streets with, with the art. Mm-hmm. And, can, and that's and why and most of these dope boys using, using the artists to clean their money up. Right. But the dope boys putting the money up behind. That's I mean, that, I've I've heard that on I heard that more than three times happen to a couple mainstream niggas out here in Atlanta. I'm gonna tell you something, Moss. I'm not gonna speak no names, but I've I've seen it directly. I've seen it directly where guys are so eager or don't understand the business side of music, and they don't understand that to live your dream nowadays in this entertainment industry, you have to have a bag. If you don't have any type of budget, or you better have a hell of a marketing team. Uh, or, or, or just a team period that's going to put you in the eyesight of the media, man. Because the more that the media hears you and sees you, the better off you are. And um, independent is really not independent. Like you say, it's not really like what they say, man. If we were so independent, let's say, uh, let's give Migos, for example, right? Migos are supposed to be, you know, independent. That's their thing that they go off of. But I've been waiting forever for uh, uh, Quavo to drop culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and you know it, when you're independent you don't have to wait on anything you know what I'm saying it, it's, it's based on what you do you know and what your team put together but as we know it's always a big wig behind you who's calling the moves you know that's and who has the money in play so that's that's the same thing we're saying from Wayne even though we know Wayne's not uh, independent but when you have somebody else that's really in control of your career vice what it seems to be you know, um, to the eye to us, then you know you get to see a lot of different things happen in the industry. That's very true. That's so. That is very Man, true. this the easiest hip hop rejects podcast we never did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just he coming from his point of view as an artist, and I'm coming at my point of view as a DJ, and it's like you know we have two right. completely different point of views, and but. Right. It, it, it's helping everybody out listen to what you know because both of y'all are like man what man yeah. what yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we, we've seen it all man like I promise I know I've seen it yeah and and, and Moss I'm learning from I'm learning uh, from some things you're saying but I've I've been you know dealing with it so long just the business side of it because mm-hmm. I've been focused more on the business side vice being an artist so I get to see it all you know what I mean yeah. so you know, just dealing with people. And, and if you sit in the studio long enough, man, you get to hear a lot about a lot, you know. Um, and when you sit in with these major producers, because I hadn't been around a whole lot of mainstream artists. I've been around a few. But when you sit around these producers who really actually make records directly for Wayne, who actually makes records for uh, OT Genesis or Rick Ross, you know, I've said I record with these same engineers. So, I mean, these same producers slash engineers. And, um, right. you know, you get to hear a lot of the shady business that is not exposed to the, the, the public eye, you know, uh, especially on the monetary side of it. A lot of people, too, man, are faking the funk. What I tell a lot of people, especially young artists, if you have, you got to think, man, almost, and this is just, I'm being, I'm, I'm being sarcastic, man. You have, out of 100 black men in America, you got 97 of them rapping, right? So you can't think that all 97 got that bag. All 97 not rich. But everybody portrays to be rich. And once you get to see them in person, 
you really get to see that a lot of business is not going the way it should be. Um, and the only reason you hear from these people so much because their promotion team, marketing team, are continue, you know, to put them in your in, in your face. You know, if you ask anybody out here besides a black person about Young Dolph, nobody really knows about Young Dolph. But in the in the South, in the ghetto communities and, and areas like that, everybody knows Dolph. You know what I mean? And he yeah. seems so big to the South, but really, a lot of people don't know him. People just really starting to know God even after the DM hit. You know, so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's you know what I mean. It's, everything ain't what it seems. That is very true. They say I only really believe about ten percent of everything. There you go. Yeah, keep there on the go. tip with the with the Migos part. Yeah, they are. I was on. I was on tell you like Migos if they claiming they independent, they not independent. They signed the three hundred. They, they signed the three hundred entertainment, and that's Leon right. Cohen. If anybody knows who that right. is, he was a head over Def Jam. And, right. it's, and it's and it's connected exactly. with Atlanta Records, exactly. so like they saying that that is man, that is definitely not true. <clears throat> yeah, and you know, you know, and they and you know, you know, Migos thing was no label. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? No label, and, and that they were independent. But if you know the business, you know, like we're stating now, I mean, you just got to watch the way an artists move. Me, that's why I like the freedom of really being an independent artist. Yeah, I'm not well known, and I'm. You know, I've been on the grind to come up, but nobody tells me when I can drop, when I'm going to drop, how I'm going to drop. I invest in myself, and whenever my money's right and everything is on point to drop and I got everything in order, then I release my music. You know, I don't answer to anybody. That's that's truly being independent True. and being a boss and using the, using your resources such as the internet and things like that to gain maximum exposure. You know, and the internet is really your best friend when it comes to this business. You know, mm-hmm. if you and know... Yeah, that's true. That's true, man. That's very true. If you know how to work these social media networks and you got a good team that'll hustle with you, um, you can make a lot of money out of this business by just creating your own fan base. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand. You get 100 people to buy into you, you know, consistently. Those 100 people will soon continue to multiply, you know, unless, you, unless you're just not hot at all, you know, <laughs> and, and revenue will start coming in, but it takes time. It's not overnight. It's not overnight, yep. All right. Um, want to jump into something real quick that I saw right before we started to record. Um, five indie artists who've made a million. Um, we got Tech Nine at ten million, and I know he's been on Forbes top ten. Yes, for, for years. Uh, then you got yeah. South Park Mexican at five point five million. Slim Thug yeah. at four million. Immortal Technique at three million. Master P at four hundred and ninety million. Steel. <laughs> Steel. Ain't dropped the record. Steel on time. <laughs> 490 mil. So, wait, 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 wait. That's an old number for P. Man, no, know. that's not an old number, bro. <laughs> you said, you said, you said 10 you know what? P, P is still, P still got a lot of artists stuff. involved with. He said, everybody don't know Limit getting paid. <laughs> for real. Everybody. I watched his, I watched his Breakfast Club interview. He, he said everybody getting paid, but everybody work too. Yep, that's the truth, and that's what they don't want to do, Miles. They don't want to work. People don't want to work, man. They just like the last show. Keeper, I was telling uh, Mouse and uh, Royalty about you know what I'm saying when a lot of us were first starting off rapping, like when we was at. Uh, like a lot of us have been rapping since we were little kids, but like really starting to take it serious was like when we was in like junior high and stuff. 
you know, coming in in the morning. You know how we used to go in the gym in the morning time right. up in the bleachers and just freestyle and stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, but, but you know what I'm saying? That was cultivating your craft then. Right, and right, you, right. With you knew it or not, you were still working then. But exactly. like, like, well, a lot of folks fall off it. They just want to get in the studio and, and rhyme, but they don't want to get out there and they don't want to do the promotion business. They don't want to get out there. They don't want to invest their own money into it. They don't want to help buy the equipment or be a, be on the street team or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Some people think because they got a rhyme scheme and somebody told them they was good, they didn't go went on and put that that ethanol in their head and, and, and gas them up real quick, making them think they ain't got to do no work. Yeah, and and it's not about that, and I'm pretty sure um, Moss can relate to this as well, man. Just by being a DJ, man, you have to invest in yourself, you know. Yes. And, and a lot of people don't understand. Nobody gave him DJ equipment, the laptops, these traveling fees that he had, because he wasn't. You weren't always getting paid to travel. Yeah, Sometimes I, you had I, to take I paid two thousand dollars for my turntable before I even got booked as a DJ. Exactly. Exactly. People don't understand that you have to invest in yourself, man. And once you make that, once you begin to make an investments, you know, you don't really want to turn around, you know, and especially the deal is nowadays where a lot of independent artists are really going to suffer is business orientation. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand how a business works, you're not going to understand how to sell a record. Point blank period. Exactly. What's, the difference, exactly. what's the difference between selling bag of potato chips and selling a record? It's both a product. It's a product that people want to buy. You can't just, hey, burn a, burn a CD, uh, put it on a blank CD, and go and give it to people. I try to tell guys, too, when you enter into the, the, the entertainment industry, now you once, you once you have made that commitment, you are now in competition with Jay-Z, Eminem, Drake, Migos. I mean, you name it. You're not just an independent artist guy. You're competing against everybody who gets up on a microphone and spits a lyric. That is your competition. So when you're packaging up your material and you don't have your name on it and you're asking somebody for $5 who don't know you, let's be serious, man. Really, you're just doing the same thing the Salvation Army doing. You just, hey, can you, can you, can you give me $5 for this seat? Nobody knows who the hell you are. You know, those days are over. And let me tell you a story, man. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but... Oh, you good, I, bro. I, 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 let me tell y'all this. Like, and and I, ain't, I don't think I told y'all this story, but I, I said it on my Facebook about a couple months ago. This is what happened. I, I, in November, on November 20th, I gave away $1,000 to art. Like, I split it up three ways. 500 in first place, 350 to second, 150 to third. That was how I did it. I went mm. across the whole country. I went across the country, certain cities. And um, I picked, uh, and after I um, went to certain cities, I told the artists that I like to come back to Atlanta and perform. So anyway, and then that was that was that I gave away the thousand dollars. So anyway, uh, on the day I gave away the thousand dollars, right before the show, I went to Walmart. And as I went to Walmart, I, I see this guy. He's a, he was an artist. He was like, um, he was like, hey, um, would you buy my CD? And I'm like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't know you, but I'm feeling good about myself. I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> give me a CD. I, I said, well, I said, I said, so, I said, so, how much you selling it for? He said, just give me a donation. I said, well, what you do? You sing or you rap? He's like, I sing. I said, bro, listen, 
mind you, Walmart is right next to the club, maybe a mile away. Not even that far. So um, I told him, I said, bro, I'm having a big show tonight. You know what I'm saying? I got Lil Boosie's record label going to be in the building. They're judging the event. I'm giving away $1,000. Look, I don't usually do this, but if you want to perform at the show, you good. I that was a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me, let me tell you how it worked. Though. <laughs> he, he, was, he was like, he was like, for real. I said, yeah. He was like, I ain't got no money to perform. I said, bro, you good? Just go there. My girl working the door. She she was with me. My girl was working the door. I said, listen, man, look, just let him in when he come. She was like, all right, cool. <laughs> so you, I we get in the car. Don't happen. You and let me tell you, this guy didn't even show. He didn't even show up to perform. Or no, oh, my and like God. I saw him. I he didn't. He I gave him my number. So like, like he, and I gave him my business card. He did not show up to perform. He didn't even like. I went back to Walmart. And I still seen him passing out CDs. And like, I don't think he remembered who I was, but I remember who he was. And like, I'm just like, man, like. You gotta be kidding! Me. But you know what? That that sounds about right, man. That that just speaks on the word ethic of our mm-hmm. of our people, man. You know, a lot of people, like we say, they want to shine but don't want to grind. Uh-huh. You know, it's become now. It nowadays is totally opposite. It's like ass battle. People want to shine, but they want to catfish and fake it before they make it. And that's another another thing I couldn't relate to with the industry that really made me want to stand back because if you're not conscious of what's going on, you become brainwashed, man. You're not just going to hop off the porch with a with a uh, a diamond chain with VVS cut, you know, VVS diamonds and princess cuts and all these things, and you ain't sold a record, man. You know, you got to grind first. Sometimes people want to see the struggle. You know, they want to see this guy come up. You know. And, and everybody nowadays coming out with the ice, and we all coming out like we got it when we really don't. Yeah, I know what, man. I'm gonna tell you what messed up a lot of kids these days, a lot of cats these days. They watch these documentaries, and it make it look like it was just like that. Them folks got on just like that. But when, like, um, um, Young Bloods, two eighty five. You know the song "Riding Dirty" that two eighty five. You know the song yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay, T.I. was in the video. How old is that song? Shit. That's an old song, man. That's an old song, yeah. That's an old song. T.I. in that video, in the beginning of that video. So that tell you how long T.I. had been associated with people in the music business. Right. That's a go good and look point. up some of, I be telling them, go and look up some of Jeezy's old music. His old when Jeezy was rapping fast. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's true. Slow yeah. down. Right. Go back and listen to a Fat Rabbit when he was Chris Lover Lover. Talking about Ludacris. Ludacris, right. yeah. Back when he was on the radio. Right. Yeah. Radio person, that right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I said, look at Master P. Master P sold music out his trunk for the longest. That's true. It ain't it ain't all about just you, you know it just, you it just like boom it happened. Them cats was out there for a minute. It may seem fast to you because they just popped up on the scene, but the underground for a long time. Cause like us, like he said earlier, a lot of us knew who your guy was because of the underground scene. Like him being down in the south, 
That's right. how a lot of right us for billionaire. Right. Screw music, all that be a long time before it even just blew up. Yeah, right. I give you, give you another good example, Young Three Six Mafia. How long we listen to Three Six Mafia before oh, they blew man. up off off of the hustling flow, hustling flow record? Years, <clears throat> like I'm was yeah, it like 1993? All, really? all our yeah. lives, man. We had listened to 36 months. Yeah, that's true. Me too. Me too, bro. I thought they were the same. I thought they were already blowing it to the. I thought they was already blowing. Because you know yeah. I'm from Jackson. Yeah, it's just south, man. You know what I'm saying? Our music circulates so fast around the south, bro. Like somebody hot, and you got, and, and they got the money to travel from city to city. Mm-hmm. They just like play a fly. If you if you from the south, I'm, I'm gonna put it like this. This is what fly messed up at. Fly focused on the Memphis Delta area. Like other people that left these areas then took fly elsewhere. But fly ain't really known throughout the south. Mm-hmm. Like that. You know what I'm saying? But A Ball and MJG. They was known throughout the South. UGK, I'm smart. All these folks was known before they blew up. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Right. But they had to hustle to get there, though. Yep. You hear all that dope money, and see, there's nothing to hear about. They had to do this, do this, do this, you know, selling drugs and all this stuff right here. And it's always the same story recycled over and over and over again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? It's just like that's why that's that's why I'm so much of a J. Cole fan, because I get tired of hearing them trap stories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I can listen to my boy Keeper. I I he he ain't talking about trapping. Mind you, I love Tip. I love Jeezy. That's why I love Ludacris. Ludacris wasn't talking about trapping. Right. That's why I, I can listen to a lot of different artists that mainly why I'm not a fan of Migos and all of them because it's the same recycled music plus it's mumble rap. Yeah. And to be told, like I tell a lot of people too, man, you listen to Migos Really, that was deep. That was Juicy J and them style. Back I was, in the gap, dude. Okay, you know? okay. Yes. I'm glad you said that, Keeper. I'm glad you said that. Now, am I wrong? Bad and Bougie sounds like a Three Six Mafia song. Am I? Am I not it's right? Three, it's an old man. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> a lot of this stuff is taken from. Look, man. All they did is just innovate it. That's it. That it's like really hard. Yeah, and I tell you another thing too, man. I don't really listen to rap music anymore, um, like I used to. Man, when you think about, when I think about music anyway, uh, I know pretty, all of us are pretty much familiar with power. Right. If you yeah. listen to, to the music and the soundtrack of power, sometimes I have to listen to the music and, you know, get the, I think the app Shazam to tell me who the artist is, right? Mm-hmm. So when I think about music, man, I'm like, you know, if you want to be outside the box, international, you want to be able to relate to a lot of different crowds, man, look at these European artists, you know, these artists from overseas, uh, a lot of these people, even though the rap culture is still strong, or hip hop culture, I should say, is still strong. Man, music is is the artistry. Sometimes the artists put themselves in a box, you know. Right. And I got this group that I like, um, Son S O H N. Great music, man. The, the 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 beats are not 
orthodox. The sounds are different, almost something like the weekend, but a little way more cl- cleaner than kind of like the weekend stuff is uh, presented to be. But way more- on that, yeah, yeah, on that style of of music, but not talking about you know coke as much and and women. So mm-hmm. um, you know, with with a lot of this music, man, uh, and we know why the messages are the same too. You know, it's no secret. You know why everybody you know came up from trapping and. You know, everybody shooting Dracos, and a lot of these guys couldn't couldn't shoot uh, a damn basket, a free throw. You know what I mean? So, Man, it's, exactly. It's, you know, we we know the reason for that. But what people fail to understand, man, originality is key as well. You know, uh, it's hard to create a lot of stuff that's already been done. But true artists learn to think outside the box. It takes people of courage, really, to do that. You know what I'm saying? To think of something that's outside the norm. And once you think of that ideal outside the norm, taking action on that ideal outside the norm, being innovative, energetic, you know, and bring a lot of these things to life, you know. So that's that's just my little two cents on it, man. Yeah, yeah man. only uh, you know. Go ahead, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, but yeah, man, on the especially on like the overseas tip, man. That's why a lot of our, you know, our parents or either like the artists from the from the from the 80s and 70s and stuff like that, they go overseas and they can still sell out, you know, sell out stadiums because the thing about the U.S. versus versus like places over in the U.K. or just overseas in general, they love music because they like music because they like it. It's not because it's hot on the radio because it's, you know, it's the trendy and the hot thing right now. That's an American thing. People overseas, if it's, you know, it can be whack in the U.S., but it's probably hitting, hitting the U.K. U.K., yep. Right. Did at hey, the same Mo. time. Yeah, man. I got a question for you. When you back in Raleigh again? Oh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, work. Am I looking at your? Am I looking at your right Twitter? MC B Boss. Yeah, B M O S S. Yeah. Man, yeah, I, I just I live in Raleigh. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah I was man. Like the, the Raleigh show I was at. Like basically, what happened was um, it's an artist here in Atlanta who was. Uh-huh. Um, on his come up and he he does he had a video release party and he did it in raleigh and he asked me to to be a dj for the video release party so uh, but it was at this spot called kaza but uh, yeah kaza yeah yeah i know what that is yeah yeah but i ain't really the spot was nice it was just the, the the owner was tripping about the sound because I guess uh, North Carolina State is right across the street or something like that. Oh yeah, 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 NC State, yeah, 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 uh huh, idiot. And then he, they was like, yeah, man, um, they were tripping about the sound, so I'm trying to find me another venue out in Raleigh. Man, you know? look, uh, we'll get some contacts uh, once we get done with the show. Um, I can link you in with a very important producer uh, out this way slash engineer. Uh, everybody goes through him for everything, man. Uh, if a major artist is in this area, they go mm-hmm. to his studio to record. I mean, from Benny Siegel to Rawls to, I mean, you name them, they holler at this guy. Um, his name is Manifest. Are you familiar with him? Uh-uh, not yet. I'm about to Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to plug I'm gonna plug you in with him, man, and he's a good contact for you to have. And uh, when you come to the area, man, and you need somewhere to rest or, you know, you need some people to link up with, um, you have my contact, man. I know a few people in the streets around here. You know, we'll take care of you. Man, appreciate that. Look, that's man. what I said. Every hood I go to, I'm, I'm straight. <laughs> that's how, <laughs> that's how yeah, I Yeah, yeah. 
That's how yeah. I want to be, though. Like, like, it ain't no, not, not being on no Hollywood stuff, but sometimes you do just got to check in with people. Be like, yo, man, city. You know what I'm saying? Like, this lady I know, yo, yo, let's link up, let's do something. And that, yeah. that's, that's every city I go to. Like, even when even when I go to um, when St. Louis, cause you know St. Louis got a bad crime scene up there. I, I call right. my man. I'm like, yo, man, I'm, I'm heading to St. Louis, you know. Now, you know I'll be up there. You're like, all right, cool. You know, I'm going to come out, and, and you, you know, you straight. You know what I'm saying? Right, like every, right, right. I, I'm like that too. I, I, I don't have no security guard with me. Or well, I shouldn't have to have no personal security guard with me because no. because every it's, it's like I want the people to really rock with me. That's how right. I feel. Right, right, right. And if you come here, man, look, me and my guys were in the Marines for 11 years. We train shooters, man, so you ain't got nothing to worry about. Z? Good money. <laughs> yeah, we train shooter, dog. We don't mind. We don't mind knocking the head off the shoulder. We gonna get off, and and everybody know that. Don't try me now, cause like I'm already getting paid because I'm mentally disabled. So keep playing with. Me. <laughs> 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 hey, we gonna cut that part out. We gonna cut that part out, y'all. Oh no, that's good. That that's good. That, that that's good. I'm the editor of this show, so uh, you already know. All right, man. So we no doubt. No, I like to keep the street. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We're going to segue into uh, opportunities. Um, kind of where this comes from is like you got, you know, you got websites like Music Clout, who we are associated with, uh, that allow artists to, you know, get on podcasts or get on a soundtrack for a movie, TV show, be part of like music festivals and stuff like that. Um, as an independent artist, this is definitely something you want to really take uh, take advantage of uh, with websites like Reverb Nation and Music Cloud that they offer. Um, keep uh, since you are an artist, uh, it just stress yeah. the importance of you know being part of. Like I know you've done some projects as well. Did you lend your yeah. music to, to other projects as well? Go ahead, go ahead and uh, touch yeah. on that. Well, actually, right now, uh, man, I just did this song. Uh, the one I was speaking on earlier, I worked with. Uh, Mr. Hank in College Park on, um, it was a song called Be the Best that I actually wrote for, to be a theme song for a movie called Trustworthy, um, that the guy should be dropping soon. It's going to be like on Netflix, like a BET um, type of gig. And also right now, uh, with New Edition, the young kid that plays Bobby Brown and a few more kids, they're actually doing this song because Obama could pretty much use the song for his campaigning once he's out the office. Well, he's out of office. So, you know, when he goes around to do his talks to, you know, people everywhere, this would be like his theme song, Be the Best. So when, you, when you're when you doing music like this, another thing I was put on to is called I Standard, um, where you're able to get your music distributed to uh, different movies if movie casters are looking for that type of sound. Um, I'm working on something for NBA 2K18 um, next year. Yeah, so, you know, um, different things, man, just being behind the scenes as an artist. A lot of artists don't think of the bigger picture. That's why I go back again to business. You have to think outside the box, man. It's not just about putting a record on a CD and giving it out to your people in the community. You got commercials that are looking for music. You got movies that are looking for music, video games. Um, You know, the list goes on of people who are looking for music. But you have to use these, you know, you have to use a resource on the Internet. A lot of stuff, man, we just Google, hey, how do you get this? And networking is another thing. Just as just as uh, me and Moss just, you know, network, hey, Moss, you need someone while you're in Raleigh, I got you covered. I mean, it's the same way with anything else, man. When I'm in Atlanta, I got my business Good. cards with the with the uh, QRF uh, 
with the QIF code on there, you know, so, you know, I allow people to understand, hey, this is my business card, but also I have my EP on here for free. I don't want you to buy it. I want you to be able to download it. It's free. See if you like it, taste it, listen to it, inhale it, you know, and months later when I've done this enough, then I know the charge. You know what I'm saying? It's a process. Um, but to get back to the portion of just getting your music exposed on different platforms, it's just networking with different people, man, and just using these search engines to, you know, to re- you know, to really get out there and see where your music can be distributed to and which you can contribute your music to. Um, another thing with that also is business copyrights, man. I ran into a lot of pain with with this particular track that I'm telling you about. What happened was a guy called me up and said, "Hey, look, keeper, I heard a lot about you from this guy." Now I tell you, Moss, you probably never heard of me in your life until this day. But a lot of people I dealt with on levels of of not just being so mainstream, where people know that I've done music, I've said and and and. Man, freestyle for some of the best, you name it. So this guy told me, hey, Keep, I need you to do this song for me, this, that, and the third. Uh, I got a movie I'm writing that I need you to write it for and, and, you know, put it all together for me. So me being me, y'all, what I like to do is if a person gives me anything, I tell them to give me, you know, uh, four to eight hours. I'll get it back to you in about seven to seven to ten hours. That's just to show you how much I be on my shit because I'm really a businessman. I'll tell right. you that, but I got so much shit I already hoarded to, you know, I'm a, I really perfect my craft and I really love the craft, so I always got some on standby. So when I sent the guy the song, he was like, hey, man, I like this. You want it? But he expected me to rap on it because, you know, he know me for rapping. He did not. He didn't know at all that I could sing. So I actually sang the song. They flew me down to Atlanta. I had the pleasure of working with Carly Park and Mr. Hayne with this with this record. But the deal was the guy didn't know that I was business savvy. So he was expecting me to just give him the record. Give him the record. Which he was really green. Yeah, which he was really green in the industry. Because I'm like, hey, dog, I copyright everything I do. is already copyrighted before I got here. He was like, well, you know, uh, that was, you know, I didn't know we was going to go that route with him. I'm like, well, what route you thought we were going to go? You know, if you ain't paid me and we ain't talked about no paperwork, the record is still mine. I don't care what you put up front until you give me some money. You know, yeah. so uh, and to be honest with you, man, I took a I took a loss on that. But the guy at this point in time is still being negotiated up as far as my royalties or what they're going to pay me for the royalties. Because I have in my possession a document before it was even copyrighted and said we went to court. I write a lot of my music in my phone. I have the song. You know, if you go if you got an iPhone, you go into notes. You know, yep. it keeps the data when you wrote it, so on and so forth. Well, mm-hmm. I wrote the song on August 13th at 2 a.m. in the morning. It states that. And I saved it, screenshot it, sent it to my wife. Um, so, you know, if anything ever came about in reference to the song, there's no doubt about it, I wrote the song. And, and I'm going to tell you how shady the business goes as well. If somebody likes something, they'll change a few words up in it, you know. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and even though you still can fight that, they'll change some of the wording in it to make it their song. So you just got to be careful who you're dealing with, how you're putting your, how you're putting your music to God there. These was a lot of growing pains for me, man. I probably could have had, you know, so much money off the top that I got paid up front for the record instead of me taking a little chump change for the record up front, you know, getting to go out. I went, I, I actually got to go out with two chains when he had dropped his, uh, whatever the recent mixtape he just dropped. I can't think of the name of it, but we was in, uh, in the compound together. I got to kick it with his entourage and stuff like that. So, you know, it's 
it, it is what it is, man. It's, you, you get in it, what you you get out of it, what you put into it. But you got to be smart about what you're doing. You just can't have swift feet with no knowledge. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Uh, Moss, you got anything to add to that, or you good? You know what? I, I think he, he pretty much says everything on there. Alright, uh, we got our last Hey, y'all made my job so easy tonight <laughs> I just had to been, keep reiterating cool, Yeah, this has been a cool, relaxing show, man I, I never really got to do anything with an actual You know, DJ who really cares About his craft and who's moving yeah. around I've met a few DJs, but You know, for a guy to be humble You know, to have traveled the states You don't really come across good, humble people, man With the craft, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, he brings a lot that a lot too, man. Like yeah, man, like, you humble, dog. Yeah, you, I, you I, humble, I, man. I gotta be, man. Like I remember, I remember back when I was like the one to come to the DJ and just like just ask to play a song and DJ right. Like, oh, yeah, fuck no, like, man. What I need you? What I need that that that's what really I was talking to my own. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna never act like that. If, if somebody wanna play the song, I'm like, all right, cool. Give me, give me like. Two or three songs, and I got it. Right. Because I'm not gonna play the same song like ten times throughout the night, but you know I play it for you eventually. Right. Man, that's better than what anybody would do, Miles. That's better than what anybody would do because you know nowadays, man, people want to be one of DJ, especially what artists don't understand too. Why I got a DJ on here, and this is very important for artists, man. Look, you can't keep. Just going up to the DJ saying, hey, man, spin this for me. Hey, man, play this for me. What are Please. we going to do for the DJs? Are you going to give them a bottle? Say, hey, bro, here's a bottle and, and $150, man. Can you spin this one time tonight? I just want to see how the crowd reacts to it. You yeah, feel what I'm saying? Man. A nigga came up, a nigga come to me and give me a bottle. Look, that's, that's what I do, Moss. Look, Moss. <laughs> That's what I do, man. When I talk to DJs, I go up to a DJ. I got what I call like a presidential DJ package. So yeah. with my DJ package, it's like a gym bag. It's got my uh, my group's logo on it. It's got a styrofoam cup in it of my, of my group. It's got a towel in there because DJs sweat, okay? Yeah. And then yeah. I figure out, hey, whatever the DJ likes before I get there. He likes a bottle or whatever, whatever. I take him a fifth. I give him my, my little personal baggage or, and a T-shirt as well. What? I give him my little personal, yeah, my little personal gear. Where you be at when I be DJing? And, but see, the deal is, Moss, I, Moss, I stood down from it, man, because a lot, to be honest with you, the monetary portion of it, man, I have big dreams, but my pockets are not matching the dreams right Dream. now. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I have to just, right now, I'm just, just hacking at the tree. So, you know, you have to really give these DJs something. You got to be, you know, if, say, Moss, I know you're performing in South Carolina. That's not far from me. Mm-hmm. And I know I would want you to play my record. I want to be in your eye. What does it hurt for me to travel to South Carolina to support you? Or I may meet you at the venue and say, hey, dog, can I help you with your gear? Get your gear unloaded. When it's over, help you load your gear up. These are the I mean, things that artists need to start thinking about when you want people to break your record. To, and to me, honestly, like, like and I don't even, I don't, I don't ask for nothing. Like, what if, if, if an artist, this what I, like, it, this what makes me remember the artist as a DJ. Like, one guy, uh, I'll never forget his name, Fat Fat Reggie. He out in Dallas, Texas, I remember. He came that sounds like a Texas guy. No, no, Fat, Fat Corey. Fat Corey. <laughs> that sounds even worse. Fat Corey, that's about right. His stage name was Fat Corey, bitch. But it's just, just like Fat Corey. But Fat Corey, Ooh. before he performed, Fat Corey came up to me. He was like, 
What's he said, hey, what you drinking on? And I said, I ain't really drinking right now. He was like, bro, I'm going to get you something. You know what? You like you like brown. You know, and I do like brown. He's like, I got I got you a Henny, I got you a Hennessy shot coming up, man. I like, I right, bet. He didn't never ask me to play his songs or nothing. But that's another good point. Night, later on that night, I spent his shit in front of everybody because I he the only artist that bought me a drink. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like and and I was like, yo, let's play this nigga shit, because he's the only one that, that bought me. And I, and I remember that. I remember that. I, I remember his name and everything. Fat Corey, bitch. Yep. We got to start showing love. Yeah, we got to show love to the DJs, man. You can't just you can't just beat them down and, and expect them to do something for you when you don't do anything for the DJs. I mean, hell, you know, the DJ is now the key. You know what I mean? DJs and uh, you, you guys are shooting the videos because really nobody just want to hear lyrics. They want to see you. I mean, and to be honest with you, you're another tool, too, that I would encourage artists. You, If you're not known, you kind of would be crazy just to drop music without a video. You know okay. what I mean? I mean, you need everything that you touch just about needs to have a visual, man, until people start to get familiar with who you are. And once that's you get to that be- point, you know, a lot of people want, yeah, that's what makes, you know, and, and then, too, I see a lot of artists who put out, this was where I went wrong, too. You can't have people anticipating something if they don't know you. Hey, I'm dropping this date, dropping this date. You know, I did that in my city because people knew me in my city. So they were expecting to see me. But, you know, if I'm going somewhere else, you know, I'm smarter now. Hey, if I say I'm coming soon with a single, I'm probably going to have that single in your inbox like 48 hours later, maybe 24 hours. You know, uh, just because of business, I'm not known yet. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to think business is minded, man. So support the DJ, man. Love the DJ's artists. That's mine. That's very smart. All right, last uh, last topic. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. No, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna get ready to transition to the next topic. Okay, you doing it? (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, All right, last topic we got. We got media kits, press kits, EPKs. They all call the same thing. Um, Yeah. Give you an idea for those who don't know that are listening. Uh, that's gonna be an eight by ten black and white glossy short autobiography, a demo of three to four songs. Put your best song first. Um, tour dates if, if you've been on any tours, anything like that, past shows, attendance, uh, press reviews, interviews you've done, and contact info. Um, that's something that's really important, and we should we request that. A lot of the times for Indie Spotlight, man, it's like we want to know we want to know about the artist because I mean, if we like you, shoot, we gonna we gonna promote you and put you out there on our social media. So, um, Moss, touch on uh, yep, on press kits. You said, said do, have I done any press kits? No, have you? As far as like when you, uh, as far as your your take on press kits, I know. Do you get those quite often from artists, or do you just? I know you get a lot I, of like, the CDs I, and stuff. I don't get I don't get press kits, but I do. I'm not gonna lie. If if you had a really good performance, I do look you up. And like one thing I do personally is every artist that comes to me, right, like right when they're giving me their music, I say, hey, I give them my phone and I say, follow yourself on my Instagram. You know what I'm saying? So like that way, I'm I'm following them, but now they're like, okay, that's the DJ that followed me. So now what I'm gonna do is now I'm I'm looking them up when they perform and I'm paying attention. 
Like, okay, if he had a good performance, let me see what his following like. Let me see what his people like. And if I really like you, I'm going to go to your city and I'm going to make you a headliner. There you go. Now you talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's, that's how you do it. Because yep. every what it is is like every artist wants to fuck with a DJ that's not from their city. Right. Yep. <laughs> so if that's I, true. I, I know the recipe. It's just, I, I yep. got to... I got to see you perform first. Everybody don't have a good song, but I know everybody, you know, some people can have good performances. I've seen great performances and bad songs. I've seen um, bad performances, but, but great songs. You know, yeah. I've seen good, great songs and great performances. You know, and I, see, I, on all aspects. And see, not everybody has a stage presence. That's why you never see some artists go on tours or stuff like that. Not everyone has a stage presence, but then you got some artists that suck, but they always on tour because they put on a good show. You see what I'm saying? Like, uh, just steady touching on these new cats, like Lil Uzi Vert, that's like a sucky rapper, whatever he want to be to me, Um, but I hear he put on a good show. Man, you know, Ray Sherman. Ray Sherman puts show. on a dope show, man. Ray K-Camp Sherman. Does a, K-Camp does a good show too. Yeah, K-Camp got, has a good show. Um, but but Ray Sherman has a very very energetic show, man. Uh, and if you want to go even higher, we know that Kanye has a lot of good shows when he's mentally stable. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, you know, big artists, you know what I mean. Um, some people that I've seen that don't really do much is Migos. You know, Migos do those three. They kind of, you know, they kind of stiff. They don't move around much, you know. But the music is dope, you know. So <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all the show I went to one time. Hip hop artist, he on stage sweating. He the music good. He got you sweating, man. DMX back when X was hot. Man, you go to a DMX show, you're going to leave out of there. You're going to need to wring your clothes out. And I'm pretty sure that's why he take his shirt off. Yeah, yeah. And, man, when no Rough Riders, and then because every show, the Rough Riders there. So, you know, they doing, like, the Rough Rider anthem and all that right there. Man, the whole stadium get lit. I always want to go to a little John and the East Side Boys show. I already know that was gonna be live. Hey, that's a whole workout by itself. <laughs> Messing with the uh, John. <clears throat> Outcast, I'm pretty sure that's a live show. Oh yeah, I heard that's a whole oh, hell yeah, I heard that's a live show. But you know what? Like somebody, a lot of a, a person that they don't uh, in hip hop culture, they don't give a lot of credit to. But he was like an ultimate showman. Was MC Hammer? They yeah. people used to go yeah. on tour with Hammer and hated, and, and they moved. All the reason uh, Hammer became the headliner on when he first came out was because he was working the crowd, being the opening act. He was working the crowd so hard they was too tired to enjoy the rest of the show. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So you know it's all it's a all around thing. You gotta be a performer. You gotta be an artist. You gotta you gotta be a businessman. You gotta wear a lot of different hats getting into yeah. this business. Yep, that's true, man. Very true. Very true. Yeah, that's true. 
All right, fellas. No, uh, we talked about. Go ahead. Go ahead, y'all. Yeah. Say what you're going to say. Oh, I said we talked about um, those artists that's out there that's their own producer. They write their own songs. They um, engineer their own music. They do all of that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to wear all those hats plus all the other hats we just discussed. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. Yeah, we talked. Yeah, we talked about them in part one with people. You know, with artists like the Big Crits and your David Banners. That's you know, got to be the producer and the artist because nobody won't. You know, nobody won't mess with them and sell them any beats. So, um. But we're going to get ready to wrap up this music business workshop. Uh, Before we cut out, though, um, I want to keep a Moss. I want to get you guys to, you know, get your social medias, how everybody can get in contact with you. Uh, Keep, I'll let you go first. Well, at the moment, man, um, social media is being revamped. But once I come back up, you can Google me. uh, Keep a roughing. A lot of people get the name kind of mixed up, but it's K-E-P-A. Space Ruffin, like David Ruffin. Um, so if you Google me, you'll find a lot of my stuff out there. Everything is at Keeper Ruffin. Um, the Twitter, when it comes back up, um, it'll be at Keeper Ruffin. Uh, my Instagram will be at Keeper Ruffin. Uh, Facebook, all will be at Keeper Ruffin. We're just doing some revamping right now. But I still have a lot of stuff um, out there online where you can find me. I got my own Vivo channel. Um, I have my own Pandora channel um, as well. So just go out and search Keep It Rough, man, and, and you'll see me. And hope you like the music, man. It's conscious. Um, it's encouraging music. Uh, and I got some um, street bangers on there from my past as well. But, hey, uh, hopefully you enjoy, man. And pleasure speaking with everybody as well, man. Peace to everyone. Yeah. All right, you can find me on, you can find me on um, everything MCB Moth. That's M as in man, C as in cat, B as in boy, and then Moss, M-O-S-S. Everything you type in MCB Moss, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, everything, YouTube, everything, MCB Moss. Um, and 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 I'm about to really start being on my YouTube a lot more heavy, heavier this year because I'm about to actually start my um my DJ documentary about me going to different cities and states and meeting different artists and meeting different people and everything like that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot it from from my phone sometimes. Sometimes it's gonna be just me in the car, motivating people and and just talking to talking to different artists and letting them know like you know you can you can make it. You just gotta keep working hard. That's dope. That's dope. And if you need any support on this end, uh, from from us, especially from uh, my 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 people, most uh, I have a uh, label um, called League of Elites. Mm-hmm. But I got some very uh very hardworking gentlemen, man, that work with me. So if there's anything that we can assist you with uh, from this point forward, man, don't hesitate. I give make sure you get my contact information. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, like I said, I'm, I'm always trying to do shows. You know what I'm saying? Cities that I've never been to, because every city I go to, I gain a follower. If I gain one follower every show, I'm you know I'm straight. Right. But it's, I, I, I want to build my name up to where I to where like artists is coming out be like, yo, I wanna I wanna fuck with him. Right. I right. Him. You know, like I, I'm, I'm even about to. Somebody wants me to be on their, be the official DJ for their um, mixtape website. Well, that's it's, coming. That's coming. That's coming with the one I'm gonna drop. So you got, you got me in line first. He's, he, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, no, he got to do the uh, hip hop rejects mixtape coming up. Oh yeah. Okay. Too, then yeah, after yeah. that, 
So you got two, you got two business already lined up. <laughs> hey, yo, Moss. And you know, yeah. anytime you in Houston, hopefully you'll be right behind my house here in Houston. Yeah, I'm trying at to Frankenstein. Check. I tried to look it up. I couldn't find it. I swear. I, I swear. I, I tell you. I, t- I tell you what. I'm gonna find the information out for you because it's right behind my house. I'm gonna shoot it to you on on Messenger on Facebook. Man, let me look. If the club owner or somebody's number about about renting and and I can handle the rest. I bet. <laughs> is the venue? Is it a nice size venue? Yeah, it's it's pretty decent. Like it ain't huge. Like it ain't no stadium or nothing. No, it ain't no, club I, onyx. I mean, I, I want to be able to just do like a showcase there. Like I can I can do a showcase there. Yeah. It. Yeah. I was drunk too when I was up in there a couple of times too. So let me go out there. That's <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, go there when you sober. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, also, uh, for the listeners of the Hip Hop Rejects, the Hip Hop Rejects dot com is live. So everything you heard on this show, you can find all the episodes. Uh, you can go to our support page. You can send donations to the podcast. If you got questions about anything, man, we've been getting mess. We getting, been getting messages since we launched the website over the weekend. So make sure y'all, your new destination is the hip hop rejects dot com. Um, yo, you got anything, man? Yo, man, I just want to send out to everybody, man. Be blessed. And because of all this hip hop talk, the boy thinking about getting back doing a. a Really, I said it last year in 2015, but it fell off. I lost my inspiration. But being down here in Houston, I'm really starting to feel like I want to do another mixtape. I'm waiting on the uh, reviews from uh, MCB Moss on what he thought about the music I sent him. You so, sent it to uh, me? Yeah, I sent it through Google Drive. Man, bro, I was I ain't gonna lie. Like you have to. Did you, what you put in the subject line? Uh, you gotta like like I was. Man, let me go back and look because because <laughs> so, so many artists send me music and like I it's like I don't I don't look at everybody's stuff unless you unless the subject line. That's what I said. It's, it's like, gonna like, probably come up. It's my like it's gonna say my probably my email address younghavoc twenty five at gmail dot com or Quinn right. Stewart one to two. But um, I sent you like two files, yeah, well, two folders. Right Damn, you sure did say on the nineteenth. My bad. Yeah, I bro. sent you two folders. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to it because it's like you got, you got a. I ain't gonna lie, man. I get so many people music like just, just on a I daily. Understand, bro. I don't, I, I don't. Think it, yeah, you did, you did send it to me. Oh, yeah, go right here. Right, right, I should have been, I should have been better with it. <laughs> Is it what? Re- reaped out, reaped out mixtape. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, we're going to get in and wrap the podcast. Uh, you guys can always find us at iTunes, uh, Google Play Music, Sprinker, uh, Sprinker uh, Radio, iTunes Radio, not iTunes Radio, but uh, TuneIn Radio. Um, and also, uh, we have roughly about three new podcasts in the work, and we're getting ready to launch our podcast network called the Press Play Network. So please be prepared. We got a lot. We got a sports podcast coming. We got a fitness podcast coming. We got some, we got um, the podcast we've been telling you guys about for quite some time, Nerve Flow. So that's coming into the, in the spring. So please keep your eyes on the hiphoprejects.com for all the new things we're going to have coming up this year. So, but we out. I'm right.